Take a look at yourself, you are energy Visualize and believe, cause that's the key This meeting lit You're tuned into that high vibe bitch podcast <laughs> The hottest chick in the game With the one and only, Christelle Marie You know I'm undefeated This is fun Level up, level up, level up It's fire Christelle is taking you through a deep and powerful journey within yourself It's time to elevate your mind, body, and soul Never turn down This is that high vibe bitch podcast let, let, Let's go Hey loves, welcome to my channel and this episode, time is money bitches. <laughs> Super excited for this episode and it is inspired by a really vibey convo that I had on Clubhouse. So this was a conversation between a group of really highly successful people. We had entrepreneurs, people high up the corporate ladder And they were all discussing their thoughts about time and how they manage their time. So I have a lot of juiciness here for you. And let's kick it off with a quote from William Penn. Time is what we want most, but what we spend worst. Now, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, right? We share the same 24 hours with Beyonce. So what are we doing? Let's get our shit sorted. Time is a limited resource and it is the most valuable thing. So step number one, you need to figure out where you're actually spending your time right now. So if you haven't done that already, before we get into all of the other tips, you need to have a look at what you are actually doing right now with your time. So what's been on your list for a while and you're saying things like, I just don't have enough time. Does that sound familiar? Well, you do. You can actually find the time for the things that you want to do. So, so you need to take a hard look at what is going on. There's actually heaps of amazing resources out there that help you track your time, identify where you're spending your time the most, where you should and shouldn't. So I was really, really vigilant with this and I used a tracker that had a bunch of different levels, but basically I put down every single thing that I did in a day and then every single thing that I would do in a week. Then you can start to paint a picture of, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is actually all of the extra free time I have spare. Where have I been spending that? And also you can track things like, okay, this task, is this something that only I can do? Can this be delegated to somebody else? Things like that. So I will link a bunch of this stuff in the show notes for you guys, but there is so much out there that you can do to really figure out what is going on, what am I doing, what do I need to be doing, what can somebody else do. Okay, now, and actually on this topic, you can also start to track your habits. This is really, really powerful because then you can look at things like, okay, is this habit moving me towards my goals or is it moving me further away from my goals? but I'm actually going to do another episode specifically on habits. So stay tuned for that. So next step, 
it's really helpful to get vigilant with your calendar or calendars. So I like to actually track my minutes. So there's 1,440 minutes in a day. This actually just reminded me of Mark Zuckerberg. So he actually was so adamant about saving time that throughout college, he wore the same outfit most days for years because he actually didn't want to waste his time even thinking about choosing an outfit. Elon Musk, he has actually said that he breaks his calendar up into five minute slots. So he's tracking by the minute as well. Now, disclaimer, I'm not telling you guys you all have to go and start tracking your minutes. Every single person is different. Everyone's going to find things that work for them and that don't work for them. So with this episode, keep in mind, I'm just sharing a whole bunch of different ideas from different people. Take it or leave it. See what works. Okay. Uh, Because yes, (laughs) tracking minutes can be crazy and not everyone has to be a crazy person like me, but you can if you want to and I encourage it. Okay. Next tip. One of the successful entrepreneurs in this clubhouse chat shared that she has multiple calendars and they all overlay and speak to each other. So she has a calendar for her business, a calendar for her kids, a calendar for her social life. So that really, really helps to identify like priorities, keeping those things separate, but then they're all speaking to each other. So I have three calendars myself. I've got uh, my regular calendar, which has got all of my normal to-dos on there, my fitness, my social things. Then I've got my business calendar. So anything to do with my business. And then I've got my calendar for my six certifications that I'm doing because I am a crazy person, as mentioned earlier. (laughs) So they all overlay as well, which is really, really helpful. Now, one thing that I want to let you guys know, which was a an issue that I ran into in the beginning when I was doing this, was not allowing buffer time in between tasks. So you can't literally just jump from one task to the next for the entire day. Some things are bound to go over, things pop up, so slot in the actual free time or that buffer time. And also there's a statistic out there that I'd heard yesterday, which was that everything that we go to do, any task that we set, it's actually likely to take three times longer than we anticipate. So keep that in mind, guys. Now, this brings me to my next point that somebody shared, and that's getting ahead of time. Because as I just mentioned, things pop up, life happens, right? And so if you're just working to meet tight deadlines and then something pops up, you could really screw yourself over. Like it could create some major issues for your life or business. So look at the deadlines for things. Great. Now, how can we shift that and get that done ahead of time so that we have that leeway when things pop up? Or maybe it's just like, I don't want to work today. I just want to go spend time with my family because it's also important to trust your gut and trust your intuition as well. So 
because I am all about tracking the minutes, having the calendar, having a strict routine, setting my habits, but also I'm a massive believer in trusting those intuitive pulls and intuitive hits and going with flow and creativity sometimes as well. So maybe you're just feeling pulled to do a different task. How can you rejig things to do that? Now, next point, speaking about tasks, to-do lists. Okay, this can make or break you, right? Some people love to-do lists and they love checking off their to-do lists. The whole thing's a vibe. It's therapeutic. They feel accomplished. Now, for others, looking at a to-do list can send you straight into procrastination because you're looking at this massive, overwhelming list. You're overthinking it. You're thinking too big. You haven't chunked the list down. You don't understand what you really need to be doing next. What's the priority? And most of the time, if you're looking at a to-do list for the day, you're more than likely going to choose the easiest tasks first. Let's be real, guys. The things that aren't really going to propel you forward for your business, for your life, for the day. So it's really important to, yeah, have things written down. You need to get things out of your mind and have them on paper or the computer, whatever. But to-do lists can sometimes not be that productive. Not only can it cause procrastination for some people, but if you don't check all of the things off your to-do list for that day, it can make you feel like shit. You start to feel like you've broken a promise to yourself, like you can't do the things that you say you're going to do. And that's not a great place to be in either. So let's talk about better ways to get your shit done during the day. And also part of it is thinking about a reward system as well so there's a few things something that someone mentioned in the group was they like to use physical representations of their to-do list so rather than having an actual physical uh, list being the only thing they have for example a bunch of marbles and so for each task that they check off they put a marble out then another one then another one so that gives them a sense of accomplishment and they can visually see what they have done now For me, with my to-do list, I like to have the top level tasks that I need to do and then I chunk it down into smaller parts. That's been really, really helpful for me. For example, I'll pick the area of life that I want to work towards for the week and then think about three targets and then what are the activating actions under that target. So say for one of the goals I want to achieve for my business, it might be progress my ebook. Now, I'm not just going to have progress ebook. I'm going to have that. And then what are three things that I can do this week that are going to progress that? So it might be read through my transcript. Two, make edits to the content. Three, research additional content, right? So chunk it down like that. Now, something else to consider. Some people work really well when they put a, a time frame on these tasks some people it hinders their success so I'm really a massive believer in putting a date on high level goals so if there's something I want to achieve in three months I'll go to the calendar and I'll be like October 22nd I'm going to get this thing done and that's super powerful but with these sorts of tasks I just think about it like I'm going to put the time in my calendar to work on that thing so 
say, read through my transcript. I'll put some time in the calendar. And that time is going to be fully focused time. No distractions, not, oh, I'm just going to check this email quickly, or I'm just going to respond to this DM. Okay, that's how you lose track of time. So rather than say, oh, I've got to finish it today, just pencil in the time until the task gets done rather than overwhelming yourself with that deadline. But when you've set that time aside, do it fully, 100%, all in, no distractions, right? This brings me into my next point. Cycling work can be so powerful. So say you've got a jam-packed day right? And so you're thinking, how am I going to completely focus for the entire day? What you need to do is cycle the work. So for example, you might want to do 45 minute cycles of fully focused work with a 15 minute break to do whatever. All right. Or you might like to go three hours of fully focused work. And then I'm going to spend half an hour just doing whatever I want to do, chilling out. Maybe I want to watch a show for half an hour or just scroll social media, whatever. Now, this sounds simple, but so many of us have no idea that we are constantly responding to things. We are rarely in the present moment, sitting there, fully focused, doing the thing. You will be so surprised at how much you can achieve in your life if you actually set aside time to be fully focused on those things that you want to do. Also, back to the rewards thing, because I didn't actually speak on that. Sometimes it's helpful to create that reward system for yourself. What does that look like? For me, I like to just sit down at the end of the day and reflect on what I did achieve And maybe what didn't go so well that I need to work on for the future. But it's just so important for us to think about the things that we did do and pat ourselves on the back for that. Now, another thing that came up in the group was the delegating thing. So whether you have a business or you're in the workforce, you can always find things to delegate to free up more of your time. So maybe you've just started a business and you're doing everything by yourself. Think about it like this. What are all of these tasks that I am doing in my business worth per hour? So if you've already done that tracker thing that I spoke about earlier, you might have figured out what you can delegate and what you can do by yourself. But think about it like, okay, I've got to edit this thing. How much is editing per hour? And what am I worth per hour? Well, if I'm the brains behind this whole thing, I'm the leader, I'm the CEO of my business, how much do I get paid per hour? Cool. This is way lower than that. That's not something that I need to be doing. I can definitely delegate it. Now, maybe you're not an entrepreneur. Maybe you're in the workforce. What are things that you are doing right now that you could get somebody else to do? Like, are you doing your own laundry? Are you cleaning your own house? Do you have to? Could you get somebody else to do that? Imagine what you could do with that extra time. Maybe you could spend more time with your friends and family, right? There's so many things that we're doing that maybe we don't need to be doing. Let's start thinking about that, guys. Now, next point, saying no to stuff. But not only saying no to stuff, stop just replying to people immediately in the moment. 
Like you don't need to answer every phone call that comes in in the moment. You don't need to reply to every message that comes in. And maybe that's something that you can put in your calendar. Pencil in time to speak to friends or family or just check in with them. And that's actually a really important one. A good way to save time is while you're waiting for something, right? Say you are waiting for your morning coffee or you're waiting in line. How can you use that time? So maybe in those times, you can be shooting off a few texts to friends that you wanted to touch base with and just say, hey, how are you going? How's things? You know, I'm here for you. Maybe you just want to send some motivational stuff like, hey, you've been killing it lately. What's been going on? That sort of thing goes a long way. You need to still nurture your connections, but just get way more efficient at it, right? And don't be that person that's just frustrated, wasting their own time in line, complaining about how long they have to wait. You can be using that. So what I like to do in those moments is I might want to go over my affirmations for the day. So I'm thinking about my daily mantras, my affirmations. Maybe you are traveling. So if you're not the driver and you're on a commute, how can you use that time while you're traveling? Maybe you can read a book. Maybe you can listen to a podcast. So there's so many things that we can be doing in moments like that to really optimize our day. What are you doing in the shower? I heard a really cool one. Somebody was sharing this the other day. He uses his morning shower to map out his day in his head. So he's planning out what he's going to do while he's in the shower. I actually like to use my shower to call something in that I want to bring in. I do my little manifestation ritual. And as the water is coming down onto my body, I'm literally picturing the abundance of the universe and the magic of the universe just pouring onto me like an unlimited, untapped resource that's just washing over me, which is really powerful. So so many things you can think about doing. Now, next point. This is something that just popped into my head while I was in this clubhouse group having a discussion. It was a bit of an epiphany moment. And that is around mindset and how that can have a massive impact on your productivity and your time throughout the day. Mindset is absolutely everything. Mindset is the key to your success, guys. And if you don't have that on lock, you are in for some trouble. Now, it's just so freaking important. Think about this. If you are letting your conscious mind run rampant and you have no control over it and your thoughts are just spiraling from here to there this tangent that tangent and you are just all over the place you are not going to be able to fully focus and you are not going to be able to get shit done so you really want to get control of your mind in order to be really, really productive in your life. And there's so many other benefits of being able to get into control of your mind. It's not just this, but we're just talking about time for right now. So if you're not already, look into some mindfulness techniques. There's a bunch of resources out there. I'll link some stuff in the show notes. You can use simple mindfulness techniques. You could get into meditation, things like yoga. These are all of the things that are 
helping you train your brain to come back into the present moment and that's going to really help you have that self-awareness that awareness of thought and make sure that you are on track with what you're trying to do in that moment so back to the tracking concept you can create a system to track your thoughts so if you haven't gotten into this yet it's tedious but it's super super beneficial and that is thought catching right so throughout your day try and track down what are those predominant thoughts or what are those thoughts that are coming up when you're about to go do that task or do that scary thing or do that thing you've been meaning to do but you've been putting off and say you don't go and do it what are the thoughts that are coming up in that moment is it oh I'm feeling tired not right now or oh I'm feeling hungry I'm just gonna go have a snack first what is coming up get really aware of that and write it down track that track that for a week and that is a massive game changer highly recommend it Now, another big time waster, perfectionism. It's a killer. Yes, it's good to plan some things out, have an idea of what you're going to do, but don't let that stop you from just doing the thing. Just be raw. Just let it be messy sometimes. People actually resonate with that more. People like the authenticity. Social media the whole thing everything's shifting now people want to see behind the scenes right they want to see the bloopers they want to feel like they're they're speaking to or they're watching an authentic person so we're moving away from the stage stuff so perfect that's great for us right now so just do it just stop overthinking it just get out there and do it doesn't need to be perfect and actually it's so funny because it's something that I'd struggled with and this is at the top of my to-do list so I have a bunch of little affirmations and things like that on my notes but I've got my to-do list and I've got done is better than perfect just to give myself that reminder right and here's something else that popped into my head it goes back to that fully focused piece I don't know if any of you have done acid But if you have, you know that it feels like it's going on forever, but then only a small amount of time has passed. So say you're like, oh my gosh, it's been at least eight hours and it's literally been an hour and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Someone actually explained it to me once and they were like, yeah, it's actually because you are so present in the moment. You are so fascinated by what is happening around you you're not in your head you're not letting all of those stupid conscious thoughts kick in so actually it's just because you're so focused and you're so present that it feels like time is going forever but that's what happens when you're really focused and it makes so much sense now when I go on a long walk I choose to go on walk sometimes without anything with me so without listening to a pod or an audible or whatever and I'm just absorbing my surroundings and the walks go forever so much longer so you can really bend time by just being fully present and that brings me into my last point bending time right 
People underestimate the power of intention setting and the power of your beliefs. So, for example, if you have to, let's go back to the book writing task. So if I say, I'm going to write an ebook, it's going to be really hard and it's going to take me at least two months to do. Guess what's going to happen? It's going to be hard and it's going to take me two months because I've set that intention. I've got that belief and therefore that belief is going to play out in my reality. Or maybe I know somebody that's done it in two weeks. So that's a possibility portal that somebody that has done it so I can actually adopt that belief to be true. So I might go, oh, the book's going to be a little bit hard, but it's going to take me about two weeks to do. And that same book will take me two weeks to do. Somebody could do it in two days. Okay. And then I could go, wow, this book's actually quite easy to do. It's only going to take me two days and it's going to take me two days. So there's things like that, that you can start to get really intentional around and decide how long things are going to take, but then also how easy or how fun it gets to be. You know, you can choose for something to be fun. And sometimes it's even getting conscious of the language that you're using. So if I was like, oh, I've got to do this podcast today. How do you think that's going to go down? But the simple shift in language to I get to do this podcast today really changes your frame of mind, changes the energy, and you're more likely to do that thing. Okay, loves, thanks for joining me today for another juicy episode. Love you all. Hope you have a fantastic week and see you guys in the next episode. Bye.